Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today, I have a very special guest who is going to be dropping lots of knowledge and wisdom for us. Her name is Farrell, and this is a little bit about Farrell. She is a mom of three, aspiring drummer, and soon-to-be small business owner. Last summer, she quit her full-time job in financial services that she had for almost 15 years. She took six months off to figure out what was next for her. And during the time, she learned to play the drums. Hopefully, she could play the drums if they're near her. Um, She took lessons and practice every day, and it was one of the best decisions she's made both professionally as well as personally. In the summer of 2022, she plans to launch a sustainable fashion business, Feral and Company, where she hopes to inspire others to follow their drum when it comes to not only their careers, but also to trying new things and pursuing their passions. And today, since Farrell has made a transition to leave the financial space, follow her own path, she knows a lot about what it takes to have that confidence, take that leap of faith, and really follow your, your passions and have confidence when you're doing it. Because some of you, let's be honest, you may be afraid to take that leap of faith because you may be in a comfortable environment, but is it that environment that's keeping you complacent? I really want you to think about it because sometimes we have all these big aspirations, but if we never chase them, then can we say that we're really turning our dreams into reality? So without further ado, please welcome Farrell to the stage. Thank you so much, Genesis. That was a great intro and I really appreciate you having me on the show today. My pleasure. So let's dive into something fun where the audience could dive in and get to connect with who you are in a fun and personal manner before we dive into the meat of the segment. So there are two options. We could do a rapid fire game or we could do an icebreaker. What are you in the mood for? I will go with the icebreaker, please. Okie dokie. We're breaking the ice with Pharaoh. <laughs> I want you to share something crazy that you have done in your life or a fun and interesting fact about yourself. And if you're feeling frisky, combine both. (laughs) I was actually going to say, I think mine will will hit both. Um, And it's actually related to to the interview. So hopefully it will be a good segue. But honestly, the craziest thing I have done is um, leaving my job of 15 years, super comfortable job in financial services, um, to learn to play the drums. Um, I mean, it was at kind of the height of the pandemic. Um, you know, so I think everyone was feeling a little crazy at the time, but, um, but yeah, I left, I left my job. I I thought about it long and hard over the course of a year. I talked to my husband at length about it. You know, everybody I knew pretty much like, what should I do? When's the right time? Um, and yeah, I left, left my job and I had already paid that year for um, daycare. So I had my three kids still in daycare and I'm kind of like, what am I going to do? I can spend part, part of my day, you know, putting out resumes and, you know, looking at job boards, 
but then I, I would also take, you know, a few hours a day and just bang away on this drum kit that my husband got me for Christmas, um, in our basement. And it was the most fun I have had in a long time. Um, I put on music and just like, <laughs> go for it. Um, and I took some lessons virtually, which was, I never knew that was something you could do, but, um, yeah, I, I've never played an instrument in my entire life. Um, aside from the fact that my husband's home office is right above, uh, the basement where my drum set is. Um, um, yeah, it was, it was the perfect way to just kind of reset and, um, kind of give me that confidence I needed to think about what was next for me career-wise. That is super cool. So did your husband know that you wanted to play the drums or he just got you a drum set out the blue? So kind of both. I had told him like half jokingly, you know, I've always wanted to play the drums. I think that would be so cool. And, you know, during during the pandemic, a lot of us are at home, right? And just looking for things to do, whether you're baking or whatever. So I sort of mentioned it like offhandedly and um, yeah, he got got me a set, you know, just a really basic one off of Amazon. Amazon that showed up and then he set the whole thing up for me on like, you know, Christmas day. Um, yeah. And it was, it was the best thing I never thought I needed. <laughs> that is amazing. So whenever I think about the drums, you know, what comes into my mind, like those classes that you could go in and you could just go break stuff, but instead of breaking stuff, you're banging out on the drums. So it could be like a stress relief in a sense, as well as that self-care, because you're taking yourself out of your reality, especially being a mom of three, a wife, and then getting ready to launch your own brand that's coming up really soon. So it's like, oh my gosh, I could just kind of unplug, unwind, and just be free spirited. Totally. Yeah. I think, um, the drum circles, right. I've never been to one, but it sounds like something cool that people could find if they wanted to try it out. <laughs> Amazing. So let's talk about pivoting because pivoting can be a blessing to some, but then to others, it could be a bit of a struggle before the blessing starts to come to fruition because you're leaving something familiar and you're going into the unfamiliar and I don't have 15 years of experience in the financial space, but I have 15 years of experience in corporate America and 12 of those were in oil and gas. So it is a big leap when you're doing something new. And some people may think you're crazy. They may say, Farrell, are you, are you sure about that? Um, you're leaving this sustainable job, these good benefits and all the cliche things or whatnot. But if you were to stay, you would feel like you're dying a little bit inside because something is pulling you to a higher level, a different energy, a different vibration. So you could really be who you were created to be and enjoy that to the full effect. What was the breaking point that made you realize that it was time to walk away? Yeah, so... I feel like you said that all perfectly. I mean, I was feeling all of those feelings, right? Like, you know, I'm crazy to want to leave this super comfortable job with the great benefits. And, you know, what am I thinking? Um, but I guess, you know, what I would, what I would tell, you know, other people thinking about, you know, thinking through the same things are just, you know, encouraging you to just try out other things in the meantime. So, you know, for me, it happened to be, you know, you know, like drumming, or I also have a sewing machine that I kind of pulled out in my spare time. And, um, you know, you don't always have to just make a leap blindly, but, um, you know, just kind of be 
be playing around and testing things out on the side, right? Maybe get a side hustle or take an hour a day of, um, you know, experimenting and, and pursuing passions and seeing if anything kind of clicks. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be kind of like a, an all or nothing right away. I guess that makes it a little less intimidating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So did you do like a blueprint or did you build your exit strategy? Because from a coaching standpoint, I'm a visionary coach too. So I tell people, don't just jump ship without having a plan on the side because you really want to be sustainable depending on what your socioeconomic status is, if you have children that you have to take care of, if you have other responsibilities and obligations, and if you have a partner. So you definitely want to strategize before you fully make that next leap and make sure you have things lined up. So a lot of people, they may be working their nine to five, but building their side business and as their side business is building, once they get up to a certain revenue and it's scalable, then they make that full transition to do their side business full time yep. and and then leave. And then there are some people who are just crazy. Um, I have some, some of those crazy friends and, I, and I, I love them because I was like, oh, YOLO, I can't take a risk like that. I know you only live <laughs> once, but my husband will be very upset because he's like, that doesn't pay our mortgage <laughs> yep, yep. where they just walk out cold turkey and they're like I'll just figure it out along the way but you never know what's going on in the back end with their finances they may have reserves set aside where they have maybe six to 12 months of savings set up where they have some free time to kind of play around go on a self-discovery trip or exercise and kind of just take that time to just woosah breathe or whatever so what did it look like for you were you building an exit strategy or did you just talk to your, your um, husband and say, you know what, honey, I'm going to leave and we'll figure the rest out. Yeah. So good question. I mean, you asked me what my like breaking point was and there definitely was one. Um, so for me, it was, I have three kids. They're currently two, four and six. And I, let's see, I came, I went back to work after my third maternity leave. And I just, I had reached a promotion point where I was sort of like, all right, I've been here for 15 years. And realistically, this is probably where I'll be for the next 15 years if I stay. Um, and I, I, I just kind of was like, is this, is this it for me career-wise? Like, again, it's, it's comfortable. I'm, you know, great people learning a lot, but like, is, is this all I was meant to do was, was kind of um, one thing I was thinking about. And another thing I was thinking about is, you know, just personally, our circumstances had changed in our family, you know, like my, my husband works crazy hours, always has. Um, and we now have three small children. So, you know, I'm doing all of the, uh, you know, everything related to, um, you know, the kids in terms of doctor's appointments and, and all that. So something um, between those two things, just so I felt like something I had to give. And um, after, you know, talking with my husband, you know, at length about the decision, he, he was super supportive um, of trying something else. So that's why I ultimately decided to leave. I wanted to, you know, not only did I, I play the drums for those six months, but I also spent a lot of time at home with my kids. Um, and, you know, I picked up a lot from that. I had some, you know, some great conversations with my daughter, for example, you know, I said to her at one point, you know, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she said, um, I want to be a doctor, mommy, policewoman, and queen. You know, and it's just like a good, you laugh at first and then it's just a good reminder of like, 
you know, why not? Why, why do I or you, right, or, you know, have to be, you know, just one person? Um, can't you try, try out some other things? So um, in addition to playing the drums and, and spending time with my kids, I also pulled out my old sewing machine that I had, you know, hadn't used in years. I, I learned to sew home like, like a lot of people did um, when I was growing up. Um, but, and I made this like prototype for a running hat that I, you know, just created based on things I felt like I would want as a runner in a hat. And um, when I got to a certain point with it, I, I did like, I don't know, 30 iterations until I got to a point where I felt like, oh, how do I, could I, could I produce this? Could I make something out of this? Could I continue here? And um, that's when I joined a program, it's called Factory 45, which is um, essentially like a, a business school or a crash course in fashion entrepreneurship, sustainable fashion entrepreneurship. And, and we can get into that more, but that's really, I think the backbone, that's been a backbone of the business for me anyway, um, kind of having that, that sense of community. So that's how, I, that's how I hit my breaking point and also how I feel like I was able to make that pivot. Nice. So this is what I heard. And I'm just going to paraphrase it in um, my terms and feel free to correct me if I miss something. So mm -hmm. your breaking point actually came as a reflection point whenever you were spending this time home with your family and you were having the, the conversations with, with your daughter. But then you also had a very important conversation before you talk to your daughter. And that was a conversation with yourself where you went inwardly to really reflect and say, is this all that that's in it for me? Because 15 years with the same organization is a very long time. And we know that times have changed where a career to some people with one organization may only be two to five years and then they're jumping ship to the next company because they they want to advance their skills. They want to have that versatility. Or as the young people say, where the money resides, where the money resides. <laughs> and um, there's, there's no fault in that. And then while you're going through this reflectionary period, you're like, okay, let me go back to some of my roots and my core. So that core was pulling out that sewing machine and that sparked something in you. It ignited you and you felt comfortable and you were just at ease. And then you started to think about what is it that I would like as a runner and how can I create this? Because obviously you didn't see anything on the market. So who better to, to turn your idea into an invention and create it? And then now we have Farrell and, and Co. that's going to be launching really soon. Um, so that's just amazing. But I like how you encompass your personal journey. Then you factor in your, your children because your children are a part of you and you're building a legacy and a foundation for them to see what is possible. And then now you're also pursuing something that you love and something that you could wear because if you're a runner, you're going to wear your own swag. So that's branded by association. Would you say that I summarized that um, well, Farrell? You are so good. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So eloquent. So let's talk about confidence because it takes confidence to really unleash our passion. And whenever we're going through our confidence to unleash the passion, it looks like sometimes we need to just shut out the noise, get rid of the critics, the naysayers, and et cetera, because not everyone is going to see our vision and that's okay because the vision was placed inside of us, not in them. So what were some of the um, 
things that helped you boost your confidence as you're launching this sustainable line? Because I'm sure you're you may have had thoughts like, and correct me if I'm wrong, everyone has those imposter syndrome thoughts every now and then. But the most important thing is, am I going to act on them and let them drive me? Or am I going to put them in park and keep on looking out in front of me because the finish line is up ahead and just silence that and just keep on going and feel free to rephrase the question. Yeah, no, I I love that question. You know, Because for me, confidence and imposter syndrome was the biggest barrier hurdle in, you know, doing what I've done Um, because it's scary, right? It's scary to say, suddenly try to redefine yourself and then proclaim that to the world. You know, suddenly I'm a, you know, an entrepreneur or a small business owner or, you know, working in fashion. (laughs) Um, So that is a 100% you know, for me, it was the biggest challenge. And I'm sure that's true for a lot of people making big career changes. Um, I would say something that helped me uh, definitely was the drumming, right? It's like, it kind of, it kind of proved to myself first that I could learn something new, right? You start from zero. And if you just work at something, you can do it, you know, even if you are in your thirties, you know, Um, so that, that helped, which, you know, you know, you could, relate to many things. It doesn't have to be drumming, but, you know, trying something. And then what I also think helped is joining a program. So having um, like a community of people, for me, it's this program or platform that um, there's a number of entrepreneurs doing things that are similar to what you're going through. And you, you can see that you're not alone in these, what you think are crazy questions that pop up. Um, people, people are having all these same questions and they're willing to help you and you're willing to help them. And you just feel less alone. You feel like, okay, these feelings and questions are totally normal when you're going through something new. Um, so that, and then I think another thing that helped me is just kind of going out there with it. Um, you know, they say in this program, you know, start your Instagram account before you even, have it be one of the first things you do before you meet with a factory, before you have any samples. And, you know, the question I had and everyone else in the, in the program pretty much is like, well, what do we talk about before we have anything? But, you know, it's showing your process, showing, you know, showing the stumbles and hurdles that you come across, you know, just being honest about what you're going through, because I think people are interested in seeing that too. And, and in my case, I, I hope to like, so in some way, in some small way, inspire others to feel confident, like just try it. And, you know, oops, I made a logo myself, didn't love it. Here's another one, <laughs> you know, um, just kind of show, show the process along the way. And, and, you know, you, you get there. I love, I love that, that, um, the program that you went through had that, um, methodology and I also love your method and framework for boosting your confidence because when I'm on the outside looking in and I see successful people it's like yeah I see that you're successful but show me the start ugly moments show me the hurdles you had to get over show me the challenges that you face because without the challenges and the hurdles you wouldn't have the success so we can't just put people on a pedestal I I always feel like 
Um, it's so important to go deep diving and I'm a big component of that. I'm sure people who listen to the podcast see that I don't just sit at the surface level with people. I really like to dig in, dig in deep so I could bring out the best of you and showcase you to the world because you're doing incredible things. I don't want people to just say, oh, that's the founder and CEO of Fairline Co., but they don't know your backend story because it's your backend story that made you transfer the knowledge that you have in order for a transformation to take place to launch you out into the level that you're at today. Yep. Yeah, I I agree like you when I when I follow other, you know, people or brands, I want to, you know, I think people know pretty quickly if you're being authentic, you know. And I think you appreciate that. You want to know the full story behind someone or, you know, the real story behind not only a person but a brand, right? If you feel better about buying something when you know where exactly did this come from, who made it, you know, who's the person, you know, behind the, the logo and, and all that. So I totally agree with you. So now I want to jump into Fairline Co. And I want to highlight that. And then we're going to do our call to action. So this is a amazing brand. I should have asked you beforehand if you had any prototypes that you wanted to showcase, because it would be cool to see the swag and the merchandise. But I guess we'll have to wait. Um, I do. I do have one. Oh, okay. If, if there's time. Yeah. So let's talk about Farrell and Co. What are what are your core values um, behind the company? I know sustainability is one. And then do you have like a mission statement that you want to share with the audience? Yeah. So essentially, you know, for one, it's transparency, right? I mean, the, the brim of the hat itself is transparent, but just like I said, being being kind of open about the whole process. Um, but the product itself is a, a fun, lightweight, rollable sun hat for active people. So um, that can span many people, but I, I uh, let's see, I can show it to you. I love that we're on video right now, so I can actually do this. Um, but so it comes as like a little, little rolled up visor. So you can pop it in your pocket, you can pop it in your diaper bag for, you know, for you in a few months. Um, or, or wherever. And then it's held together actually by a slap bracelet, which is, I, I was just going to ask that. Fun. <laughs> yes. And I was like, is that a slap bracelet? <laughs> yeah. And kids love to play with these. So good distraction on that front. Um, yeah. And they just pop it on. It's super, um, like I said, lightweight. And then this brim right here is transparent. So you can see through it. Uh, it's also UPF 50 plus. So uh, ultimate sun protect protection. Um, and the sustainability element comes in really um, right here in the brim. This is made out of, uh, it's called TPU or thermoplastic polyurethane, which is 100% biodegradable and uh, recyclable. So that's better than, for example, um, PVC, which is the plastic that, you know, the, the retrovisors that you kind of think of um, when you think of a retrovisor are made out of. So uh, so that's what I'm going for. I'm super excited. Again, um, they're launching uh, what they're going to be completed at the factory July 13th. So then I'll launch my website and start getting them out there and see, you know, what people think. Ah, you know what will be cool? Like, you know, I'm all up for challenges because you've been listening to the show. So since you're not a podcast host, I do have a challenge for you. So 4th right. of July is coming up and yep. people like to get together for 4th of July, cookouts, barbecues, all of that good thing, float the lake or whatnot. So I challenge you, if you have some more prototypes to kind of do a demo of your prototypes at a 4th of July function. And because people are going to be out in the sun, catching the rays and whatnot. 
and be like, hey, I have this cool hat. Like you should check it out. I think this will look really great. And just kind of do like your market analysis with people that are already like within your community and see what they're saying if you haven't done that already. So do you accept the challenge? I accept the challenge. And you know what, Genesis, I love that you said that because it's one of my biggest I've marketed for another company for years and years, but when it comes to like marketing my own, there's this hesitation around like, oh, am I pushing it? But you're right. Just like getting it out there, seeing what people think. um, And that's a perfect opportunity. So I accept. Thank you. My pleasure. And I've seen other people like um, in the past, like if they have an athletic company, they're like, Genesis, I know this sounds crazy, but would you wear this shirt in your next live? I was like, hell yeah, I love wearing wearing swag, especially with my baby bump. So I did a picture for Velocity. They're a Canadian company. And I took a picture. And then that's when like people are like, she's pregnant. Like we had no idea because it was like I hit the bump for so long. But I was like, now there's not no hiding a bump. So I was like, oh my gosh, this would be amazing for, for Pharaoh. Like she could do this for 4th of July because it's a few days before the actual launch. And then people are already out there wearing merchandise. They're going to ask, Hey, I like that hat. Where did you get it from? And you're like, oh, okay, well go check out this site. The launch is there and you could be one of the newcomers to rock this new swag. And then another question I want to ask, and then we're going to jump into the call to action because I want to be respectful of your time. Outside of the visors, do you have any other um, merchandise that's going to go along with the visors, like maybe a lightweight jacket or some tights or? So love that you asked that too. That is my dream or vision for the company eventually. I would love to offer, in my head, I have like you know, um, leg warmers and fanny packs or like running packs, you know, things like that, um, in my head. So I'm going to see, I'm going to start with this, but, um, yeah, those are my kind of visions for the future, you know, um, kind of pipe dreams. Super cool. Well, make sure you write down those visions, put a date next to it. So those visions turn into realities and not just um, the dreams. So this is super amazing. And I'm just getting pumped up and it's not even my brand, but I love to see other women win. So let's jump into the call to action. Farrell, what's your call to action for our audience today? Uh, So I would love anyone that wants to kind of follow along on my journey. Like I said, I've been kind of documenting the journey from, you know, for six months, way before I even had any samples. So anyone that wants to kind of follow along, um, I'd love for you to check. I'm mostly on Instagram. So it's my name, F-A-R-R-E-L-L and co. Um, And I also, you know, my DMs are always open. So if anyone else is out there looking to start something similar and make a career shift, like always happy to just like chat about it. Because similar to you, Genesis, like I I love hearing about what other people are doing and what what gets them excited. So um, yeah, that's it for me. So I will post your Instagram link. And then do you have a website for Farrell and Co? I do. Yes. It's um, farrellandcobrand.com. Amazing. And there you have it. Lovely audience. You just heard Farrell. She is doing amazing things. We went through how her backend story looked like up until where she is now. So I want to encourage each one of you that's listening. If Farrell could do it, if I can do it, then that means you can do it too. Get outside of imposter syndrome, get outside of the rut, the rut and stop allowing other people to project onto you what they think you should or shouldn't do. You were created on purpose 
for a purpose. So why not live out your purpose and fully ignite it? Time and seasons change and we're going to change as individual. But the most important thing is to solidify knowing who we are and how we show up in the world. This segment will be on 40 plus platforms. So there's a space for everyone to listen. The recording is on our YouTube channel. You can find that by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, here's my remix rendition. Where would I be without my supporters? You know, I only think about you. So I want to thank each one of you for supporting the guests that I bring into the community, as well as the mission and movement to bring on content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational while we connect the dots for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Because of you, we're now ranked in the top 2% globally, which I'm trying to get to that 1% out of 2.8 million podcasts per the metrics on www.listennotes.com. And if you would like to be a brand sponsor, we would love to have you in the community. Emphasis on love because it does take money to continue to fuel the brand and the mission. So feel free to check out genesisamarskemp.net. Click on that podcast tab to find more info or send me an email to genesisamarskemp at gmail.com. Until the next episode, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services could be here on GEMS Podcasts.